Hi, this is Andrew Lotta. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is the second of the Wet Ass Pussy WAP trilogy. And today I want to talk about WAP as a feminist triumph. It is a triumph in the sense that you have two sexually strong women, powerful women, accepting their sexuality, promoting their sexuality, discussing their interest in their sexuality and sexual expression. And if expressing your sexuality while wearing very few clothes and bouncing your ass up and down is feminism, then it turns out I was a radical feminist all along. And so I want to discuss today the feminist message in WAP. And if you think I'm going to be only negative, please don't turn off. I'm actually going to go both ways on this. I first want to take out a few of the feminist interpretations of the message from WAP. So the New York Times, for instance, had an article from a gynecologist who suggested that they were very happy with WAP as, gyne- as a gynecologist and stated in the article, as a gynecologist, I'm used to dispelling all kinds of vaginal misinformation in the office and online, but the one myth that is the hardest to undo and that I encounter regularly with patients is the idea that vaginal lubrication is problematic. Well, Doc OBGYN, I think you missed the point. I'm pretty sure Cardi B could correct me on this, but I'm pretty sure the message wasn't, hey girls, it's okay to be a little wet when getting excited in a sexual activity, let it flow. I'm pretty sure that wasn't the message. I'm pretty sure the message was, I am gonna leak this stuff all over your face, you fucking asshole. But anyway, Uh, What I'm going to do is discuss the feminist message here independent of the possibilities that it's pro-vaginal lubrication. And I'm going to do this in two ways. I'm going to go hold Jekyll and Hyde in this shit. I'm going to go the easy way Jekyll and then go later and come with something a little more difficult with Hyde. So let's start with Jekyll. And that is the obvious proposal that WAP is decidedly a male construction of feminism and I'm all in. Now, here's an experiment to do, and I just did it. Um, Take the WAP video, turn off the sound, and put on your favorite rap song by a male singing about his amour or his shorty or bitches, whichever it be. Uh, I chose, because I'm old school, I chose Get Low by Lil Jon, the East Town Boys. You might want to go with some little Wayne, um, but I did uh, get low and it works really well. It looks like it's the video for that song about guys singing about girls getting low for them. It works really well. It looks like the kind of video that you would put together if you were a male rap artist and wanted to sing about these things. In fact, it looks even more like the video you would put together if you were a 17 year old boy and they said, hey, Listen, we want you to put together a video, design it yourself, something that would excite you to want to look at over and over again. And they would say, well, could we have lots of booty, um, hot chicks touching each other and maybe once in a while licking each other 
And if you could toss in a Kardashian slash Jenner, that would be great. Cool, man. Hey, how about we throw in a guy, like a hot guy, and he like touches some of the girls while they're half naked? Nah, fuck no, man. Only girls. I don't want anybody ruining my fantasy there by having an actual guy in there. Just only girls. That would be great. Cool. We've got your video. WAP. It's a 17-year-old's dream of a video. It's uh, not a feminist video. I mean, imagine if a male rap video was came out and it was about men expressing their sexuality and it included just men half naked touching each other and there was only men and they were only men dancing and they were that. No, that would not happen. That's nah. Now, I've said in the past and I will say in the future in a podcast, I have a strong aversion to male on male action. I understand it's evolutionary. I also understand it's a very strong weakness in my personality that I can't handle this. But it happens in most males. We don't like to see guy-on-guy action. But if you are going to make a feminist video that's really going to establish a new standard about your sexuality, then why not do what a male rap artist would actually do? Just fill it with guys... Half-naked guys, they can touch each other, they can lick each other if you want. You can have snakes on each other, which I guess that's the wrong metaphor. You can throw, I don't know, clams on each other, just like covered in in clams, and then present that. Now, I am not watching your video, promise you that, but shit, that would make a statement. This video, by the way, isn't even as bootylicious and has as many lesbian fantasies for males as Nicki Minaj's Anaconda video from years ago. But at least in that video, Drake shows up. I mean, yes, Drake is fully clothed. He's non-challenging and he's basically a Canadian eunuch. But at least there's an XY chromosome in the video. Now, this song and the video, the song has a whole bunch of girls being sexual. Great. The the uh, the video, the the lyrics actually discuss... Having sex for clothes and tuition? I don't understand. But if that's feminism, then shit. I was a feminism before feminism was cool. I'm ready to march. Next March, Cardi B, Megan V, Kylie, I'm at the rally. Let's go. I'm in on that. All right. Okay, that's too easy. Time to go hide. Let's go the other side. Of course it's the case. That traditional feminism and wet-ass pussy are at odds. To try to push them together, to try to push together the search for uh, a attack on the patriarchy for a song that says, pay me and I'll rub my shit on your face, that doesn't work very well. It's difficult to do and it's a useless exercise. But let's just buy into the proposal. Let's say that a woman's understanding that the power of her sexuality and enjoying her sexuality is to be revered and that it is the principle that having that sexuality and using that sexuality is the strength and principle. Now, it's one thing to say that women should have ownership of their sexuality as a feminist. And that's actually fairly down middle of the road feminism. Uh, Susie Bright, other feminist writers, etc., which is, 
you should own your sexuality. But it's another thing to understand that the power of that female sexuality, to actually embrace that power, to actually appreciate that power, and to also understand that it underlies most of the history of society. And once you do that, actually seeing that that power has been there all along, that there hasn't been a need for feminism in the sense of uncovering this power, it's always been there. In 1992, I read a book by a feminist author named Camille Paglia. Uh, her Paglia, is, by the way, is P-A-G-L-I-A, if you want to look her up. Um, this book was Sex, Art, and American Culture. It was a collection of essays, and it was pretty amazing. Um, the, the problem is I actually forgot her name, and I couldn't find the book, and it took me 45 minutes online to find who she was because she's not listed on Wikipedia or anywhere in Google as a feminist writer, despite the fact that she's been known as a feminist writer who writes about female uh, sexuality and power. Uh, She's a lesbian. She talks about the power of female sexuality. And in this book in uh, the 1990s, she wrote extensively on how Madonna was an extraordinary feminist because she took control of the power of her sexuality. That the, when women gain control, not by deciding they want to play on the road with men, but on understanding the power of female sexuality. Her point was well taken at the time. Obviously, she's become a has-been in the, the world of um, feminism, especially at a time that we have The Handmaid's Tale, etc., where females have their sexuality taken from them. Camille's work has been largely forgotten. But it is the case that most of the people who we think of in terms of female sexuality, female power, have this aspect to them. It's the power of their sexuality, owning the power of their sexuality over males. Here's the thing to do. Write down a list of the top 10 female sex icons of all time. Just do it. Just the top 10 female sexual icons you can think of. Uh, here's mine with from my devious head. I just, I didn't put any time into this. Just like I'm coming up with these off the top of my head. And what they have in common, and maybe this is just me, and maybe this is my deviousness, but I think these belong to most people's top 10. These were all women who owned their sexuality in control over men. So uh, here we go. Uh, Not necessarily in any order. Number one, Madonna. Madonna who owned her sex. She published a book on sex, which my dad bought. She fucked many famous men, but no one in their right mind thinks that she was ever owned by Sean Penn, Dennis Rodman, Lenny Kravitz, Warren Beatty, Vanilla Ice, or for God's sake, Guy Ritchie. Madonna is considered a sexual icon in part because she owned her sexuality and had control over men. To Bo Derek, mostly because of the movie 10, where she controlled males. She was way above the males who were after her, like motherfucking Dudley Moore. Uh, Jane Fonda, again, mostly because of the movie Barbarella, where she was a kick-ass hot chick. 
fuck anybody she wanted. She was in control. Sophia Loren, amazing. I can't actually, if I think of Sophia Loren, I can think of a lot of iconic images. I can't think of one image where there's a guy in the frame. I can't think of one image of Sophia Loren where there's a guy in there. All of my views of Sophia Loren is her independent of any males. No one can touch her. Uh, Cleopatra, I just I kind of threw her in for a historical reference. Hot, I'm guessing. I don't really know. I haven't seen many photographs of her, probably for good reason. Uh, ruler of fucking Egypt. Marilyn Monroe, she was presented as a dream that no guy could have. She, uh, again, if you think of most images of Marilyn Monroe, there's no guy involved. Think about movies that Marilyn Monroe is and think who the guy is that gets her. It's really tough to come up with because it's Marilyn Monroe. Her sexuality is obvious. The guy involved, uninteresting. Beyonce, she emasculated one of the most powerful males in uh, pop or rock history in Jay-Z. She's more important Jay-Z. The video for single ladies, not a single guy in it. Farrah Fawcett, shit, I grew up with her on my t-shirt. I had a Farrah Fawcett t-shirt. She's famous for being a part of an all-group girl of ass kickers. She might not be on everybody's list, but she's on mine because I had this t-shirt and I loved it. Angelina Jolie, seriously. Uh, Laura Croft, emasculated Brad Pitt. And then number 10, uh, my mom. You know who's not on that list? Uh, Meg Ryan, Reese Witherspoon, you guess why. You guess why chicks and rom-coms are not on the sexual icons list. We've always celebrated powerful women for their sexuality. So welcome Cardi B and Megan Thee into the list. Even the supposed patriarchy and religious systems that have controlled women, why have they controlled women? Think of what what they did. They have tried to keep women's sexuality under control. They have forced laws religiously and through government to keep women's sexuality under control. Why? Maybe because it's the most powerful force in the universe. I mean, supernovae, which I presume is the plural of supernova, they look at women's sexuality and go, damn, wet-ass pussy is amazing. That's how powerful it is. Dave Chappelle once uh, was telling a joke about how he would rather have a vagina in his wallet than a credit card. Women have the power to create life and the sexuality of women is the basis of the story of Eden underlying most of the religions of the world. Most of the Greek and Roman myths are based on it. The Peloponnesian War, the Mother of Dragons, most great music is about it, from Zeppelin's Whole Lot of Love, Salt and Peppa's Let's Talk About Sex, and even WAP. I understand this, this summation is offensive to feminists, that's what I'm going to say, and is some kind of mansplaining. But I don't understand why you would trade all of that to be able to throw a ball further and die earlier. Pass the tequila. Out! <laughs>